0: People have some crazy assumptions about Houstonians. But what's the craziest, or better yet, stupidest question you've been asked? Today I'm playing back an episode where the CityCast team, host Raheel Ramzanali, executive producer Dina Kespa, newsletter editor Brooke Lewis, and I answer some of the wildest things we've been asked. It's Thursday, January 25th, 2024. I'm producer Carlyon Jones, in for Raheel Ramzanali, and here's what Houston's talking about today.
1: Okay, before we get to all of the stupid questions we have about the city, Carly, I want to start with you. What is the stupidest question you've been asked by somebody that doesn't live here about Houston?
0: Um, I have a friend who's thinking about moving here from California, and he asked me, do all of y'all own like cowboy boots and hats and wear them everywhere? And then he also asked me if he needs to learn how to do yeehaw dances, which I was like, what are we talking about here? A yeehaw (laughs) dance? But (laughs) he's talking about line dancing. And I'm just like, no, but we do do those a lot. But, you know, I thought that was just a Southern thing just in general. But apparently it's a yeehaw dance,
1: y'all. I think that's the number one question right ladies is do y'all wear cowboy boots and cowboy hats everywhere when you tell somebody you're from Houston which is for whatever reason I don't know why that is still a stereotype but we don't we don't wear cowboy hats and boots No, no special occasions only but
2: you know what in his defense right. I feel like, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I was taught, like, line dancing and square dancing in school as part of, like, our curriculum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, maybe he does need to learn that. No,
3: and it (laughs) is very strange to me that we just all went along with it. Like, I mean, we had no other choice. (laughs) We were, like, in elementary school. But it was, like, a whole thing. And I actually looked forward to it because then at the end, we would learn it and we would have this big, like, square dancing day and your parents would come and you would dress up and I I was really into it. Like, I was like, I'm going to show off my square
0: dancing skills. Did your square dancing day, like, did it involve having, like, to dress up like as a cowgirl too? Because we did that. Like, we had, like, little stick horses and everything.
1: (laughs) that's mm-hmm. yeah. a whole thing you learn it <laughs> to me square dancing is like algebra you will never use it in real life
3: exactly that's what i think is hilarious and also i think the yeehaw part i'm like when have you ever said yeehaw like i've literally never <laughs> Honestly, said it yeah. it never is a part <laughs> yeah. of my vocabulary but i think they just think we're walking around with our cowboy boots our hats and we're saying yeehaw, like we're. Just, I'm not saying yeah.
1: it's so funny. <laughs> I don't get it. Why is that stereotype still out there? Like, is it in popular media now? It's not right. Like every time you see Houston on mm-hmm. a broadcast for an NFL game, for anything, an NBA game, the Super Bowl, they don't show people in cowboy hats and boots anymore. It's like we are a diverse city that has its own style and its own fashion, but for whatever reason. Texas still rings that cowboy mentality.
0: I think it's like our artists though. I don't think it's like the football games or anything like that. I think it's like how we have Mm -hmm. Megan Thee Stallion. Mm -hmm. She wears hats and boots in Mm -hmm. a lot of her like things. Beyonce Mm -hmm. does too. Like I I will say that I went to the Beyonce concert and I had on a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and he's seen the picture. (laughs) So I'm pretty (laughs) sure. But, but,
3: But here's the thing. It's like cowboy chic. Like yes. the cowboy you thing go. that they're talking yes. about, it's not like Beyonce <laughs> is cowboy chic. Mm-hmm. Megan the Stallion, yes. like I feel like Houston is cowboy chic. I mm-hmm. think the cowboy that they're talking about is Dallas, you guys. That's what yeah. I think they're talking about.
1: When they think it's Texas, yeah. Right. I mean, like Beyonce was wearing a Telfar tracksuit. Nobody points that out <laughs> as Houston. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Like, I know it's a New York brand, but still, yeah. can we get credit for that? Like That's, that's true. Houston, not right? I'm just taking <laughs> no. the country
0: parts. But like she said, like Brooke said, it's definitely cowboy chic because my boots were sparkly gold. So was the hat. Mm-hmm. It was a yeah. lot. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I really don't wear boots unless I'm going to a trail ride, a rodeo, or a concert. Outside of that, I'm not walking around. Boots mm-hmm. hurt, first of all. Let's just start there. It's not comfy. Yeah, comfortable.
1: they're not, yeah, not comfy. <laughs> Mm-mm. I bought some in 2018, and they've been sitting in my closet since 2018. Wait? I wore them one okay. time, wore them to the rodeo, and I've never worn them again. Because every time I go to the rodeo, I'm like, I'm gonna walk a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing comfortable yeah. shoes. Why would I wear? Shoes? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: They're so not comfortable. I couldn't get behind one. Yeah. The price. Mm-hmm. And the discomfort, so I was like, "No, thanks,
1: (laughs) I'm good." Dina, let's take with you. What's the stupidest question you've been asked about Houston?
2: If I get around town and to school on a horse, (laughs) (laughs) the answer is no. (laughs) It's just laughable. (gasps) Although I do see, I do see a lot of people next to me riding their horse around
3: town. No, but they're not dropping their
0: kids off on the horse, though. I've never seen a horse in the school (laughs) line.
3: (laughs) Like behind a school bus, exactly. Or just like on I 10, on I forty five. Like can you imagine? Like we're
1: never there. Yeah. Never on like a busy street. Yeah, you don't see it there, but you do on Sundays when you go to certain parts of town, like especially the north side, yeah. you do see people riding horses in the mm-hmm. park. Like yeah. non ironically. Okay. They're just enjoying riding it. Yeah. So there is a little truth to that one.
2: I've seen it multiple times in A Leaf, just like on the road next to me yeah. on the sidewalk. And I'm like, what are y- where is it? Like, where are you even keeping this horse? (laughs)
1: I don't get it. I see it a lot. I see it a lot in Richmond-Rosenberg because there's just more land out here. Especially when you go towards the Rosenberg side, you see it a lot. And especially during Fort Bend County fair season. Mm -hmm. So you do see horses. How about you, Brooke?
3: Yeah, for me, I mean, this is a valid question, but this is how I throw it back to them. So it is, how do you survive the summer? How do you survive how (laughs) hot it is? And it's always in this like, you know, terrified voice. And I throw it back because I'm like, How do you survive the negative temperatures, the Mm. freezing cold weather, the snow that's constant? How do you survive shoveling your car? And it's just like we survive it, just like you survive the winter. Mm
1: Yeah. We stay inside. (laughs) We stay inside until we can go outside. That's what we can do. Yeah. You can't even go outside in the winter. They all look so pale during the winter. At least we can go outside in the evening. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. The the heat one is a big question.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's like we have air conditioning and we have Netflix and we're okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Okay. Let's get to questions that we have about the city. All right. We can now ask our stupid questions about the city of Houston. And Again, no question is too stupid. And also, we're going to get to the listener questions here shortly. So let's start with you, Carly. What's your stupid question about Houston?
0: Okay. So, you know, we live in Texas, and I know that we can pretty much just have guns as long as you don't have like a criminal record, right? But what I've always wondered is, is there a limit to how many guns you can own in your house?
1: I don't think there is, right? Mm-hmm. It is a free-for-all. That's you can, wild. As many guns as you want. It's
2: <laughs>
0: crazy. Yeah, that's,
2: yeah. that's kind of crazy to think about. It is when you put that in perspective, like thinking about a person just having a closet of guns. Or a warehouse in Texas.
0: And they're
1: expensive, too. It's not like guns <laughs> yeah. are cheap. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like We've seen people make their Christmas cards with their guns out, right? Yeah. And you're like, man, that's a lot of money mm-hmm. right there. Like, do you really need that much? And I guess you're bald, and if you're spending that much on guns, but yeah, I don't think there's a limit here.
2: Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, there's no law that restricts the sale or purchase of multiple firearms, y'all. So you can get them all yeah. at one time. Hey.
0: Like you can go in there and be like, yeah, give me twelve of them. That's you give <laughs> me a <laughs> dozen. Oh crazy. Okay. <laughs> Wholesale. Give me a yeah, dozen. we here. <laughs>
1: Just Just like you're ordering food
3: (laughs) 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 I like a dozen guns.
1: (laughs) I have a question about why do we call it feeders? Because nobody else calls it that. And I was reminded of that when I got to college and I started talking to, you know, students from other cities. And when we're driving with them in Austin, you're like, oh, yeah, you just hop off and get onto the feeder. And they're like, what's the feeder? Mm -hmm. Everyone just calls it a service road or frontage road. Mm -hmm. Why do we call it a feeder?
2: I don't know. Who even started that? It's weird to think of Frontage Road being called feeder. And I can't even think like myself saying Frontage Road sounds like it just sounds incorrect. Yeah. I feel like it has to be feeder road. I yeah. don't know why.
3: The way it was explained to me, because I had the same experience, for heel when I got to college because I had friends and they were also from Texas. So it's like a very Houston thing to call it feeder. They would call it access frontage. But my parents always explained it to me that yeah, the main highway, when you exit, you're feeding into the road. Yes. So you're you're feeding into it. That and so you know. it, that to me just makes sense. Calling it a frontage road or an access road just sounds weird. Just doesn't sound right. Yeah.
1: So 1.97% of America calls it a feeder road. That 1.97% of the population is all in the Houston yeah. area. Like literally, <laughs> that's where it is. So- We're the only people that call it feeders. And it's funny when you go outside of the city, like when you get to I-10 going towards San Antonio, you'll see that the frontage roads are different there. They are actually like roads or two-way roads. And it's Mm -hmm. not just a one-way exit with businesses on the side. They actually turn into frontage roads, not feeders. So even the way they're built out in Houston is different than the way they're built out in the country. So it is a Houston specific thing. I love that. You're blowing my
0: mind right now because I don't know why I've never paid attention that other people don't call it a feeder row. Like I'm so used to that word (laughs) that like I'm like what? Like only Houston uses this. This is crazy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) even Dallas doesn't. Because as as Brooke mentioned, even my friends from Dallas, I'm like, yeah, just hop on the feeder and then we'll we'll be right there. And they're like, what's the (laughs) feeder? So (laughs) yeah, it's a very Houston specific thing. Wow. Uh, Dina, what question do you have? That's a stupid question about Houston.
2: All right. So there's a neighborhood in galveston and it's called jamaica beach and i'm just like how the heck did it get that name especially because like when you think galveston it is far from anything related to jamaica (laughs) (laughs) doesn't look like it the water is nasty out there compared to jamaica so that is my question like how did it get its name
1: oh i have the answer here for you (laughs) Prior to its development, (laughs) Jamaica Beach was a burial ground for the Caracua people. And Mm. then Johnny Goyan and Earl Galserin of the Jamaica Corporation developed Jamaica Beach as a 2,000 lot resort subdivision. And later on, it blew up to the Jamaica Beach we now know. So it was developed by the Jamaica Corporation. I don't know why they were called the Jamaica Corporation. It was probably to grab some of those tropical feelings i guess <laughs> when you think of like like jamaica yeah this is jamaica of the south right here i don't know oh lord
2: it is not jamaica. It
3: is, yeah yeah i love that we just go along with it because like i lo- you know i'm team galveston here along with raheel so i love going <laughs> to galveston And I would just be like, yeah, we're going to Jamaica Beach. Like, no questions asked. (laughs) I don't know why it's called Jamaica. We're not in Jamaica, but I was just like, we're just going over there.
1: (laughs) That's weird. There you go. That's why it's called Jamaica Beach. Okay, Brooke, how about you?
3: Okay, so I feel like my sports loving dad is going to roll his eyes at this question. But I've always wondered, why do we call Houston Clutch City? I never understood that.
1: Oh. Your sports loving host is rolling as I at you. I'm
2: with Brooke though. Why is it called Clutch City? I, so Deena, I know you don't know. You like, oh my god. I knew I know
3: that it's something Rockets related. I know it's like yeah. I know bits and yeah. pieces of the story, but I don't right. know the full timelines. I need it broken down for me. Same. Okay. Same.
1: So, <laughs> on the road to the first championship for the Houston Rockets, they were down to the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference semifinals. They blew two huge leads. And the Chronicle printed this huge front page blasting article about the Rockets and called them Choke City because they were supposed to win the championship. This was one of the best teams and they just called them straight up Choke City. The Rockets come back and win that series. They get to the NBA finals. They're trailing the New York Knicks three to two. They come back home, win the NBA championship and thus they became Clutch City. So they took it from Choke City to Clutch City, and that's how we got the name. And that team led by Hakeem Olajuwon, and then the following year, Clyde Drexler, they were just one of the more clutch teams out there. So that's why we're called Clutch City, and there's just this clutch thing about hakeem and that group that we always love
2: see the rumor i heard was kind of like that i just knew it was related to hakeem because he was like so big in the community mm-hmm. so i was like oh okay because he's a clutch dude that's why <laughs> didn't
3: really yeah, no.
1: like yeah yeah, yeah. he was actually very clutch he in fact in game six blocked a game-winning three-point attempt from john starks if i remember correctly and that was a clutch defensive play so it just started, like everything became clutch. And now we hear that term clutch so much.
3: Okay. Thanks for the history lesson, because I think (laughs) I knew the whole Choke City thing because, you know, Mm -hmm. Chronicle alumni over here. So I think I knew that, but I just never knew, how do we go from Choke City to Clutch City? And I will have to (laughs) shout out Clutch the bear, the mascot, because that is my favorite mascot of any Houston team. He's so He's so adorable and he's such a cutie. So I feel like, Clutch. I'm sorry that I didn't know why your name was Clutch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> An inflatable clutch is my favorite clutch. This is one of the funniest things he does. Okay, we have some listener questions. And I don't know if these are stupid questions more than just good questions about the city of Houston. On Twitter, Amin Bundeli says, what is the best month of weather in Houston? Ooh, Ooh, pick a month ladies. What is the best month of weather we have here in the city of Houston? I will say it's March, April.
2: April. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking was April March or March,
1: April like around yeah. there because it's nice, it's cool. You get it is a little hot towards the end of April, but mm-hmm. you still get that spring feeling. So I'm going to go April. How about you, Brooke?
3: Yeah, I think it's whenever the rodeo starts again. It's like right around that time of year because it's usually not too hot and it's sometimes a little cold, but there's no humidity for a few weeks and it just mm-hmm. never lasts, but usually around that stretch.
1: Okay, Carly, how about you?
0: I would definitely say March because like it has that nice breeze outside. It's not too hot. Mm-hmm. Like weather's in about like the 70s, 80s. Definitely a good time to go outside. Yeah. You
1: can wear a hoodie, feel good, mm-hmm. and not sweat in it. Exactly. I like
2: that. March exactly. march all the way. I'm with you.
1: Okay. B. Hannon on Instagram asked us, when will Almeda Road ever be smooth? Oh, no. <laughs>
0: never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never. That is hilarious. That's the charm of it. That's
0: asking like, when will construction ever end in Houston? Never.
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> never. It's never going to end. Or like, when will Richmond ever be smooth? It, it, oh, it my, or
1: Kirkwood? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: never it's never going to happen. It's like a roller coaster. That,
1: that was by far the stupidest question, right? Yeah. Like, When will X road ever be smooth? No, exactly. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. <man. laughs> okay. Before I get to some rapid fire questions, do y'all have any other questions that you want to ask about Houston, but you're like, I don't know, this might be too dumb or too stupid. This is a safe space. So ask away.
0: I have one more question. Okay. Are we the only state that has a state pledge? Because, you know, they always tell us like, oh, yeah, Texas, y'all are full of y'all self and You love your state a little bit too much. Like, are we the only people that sit there and do these pledges <laughs> to the flag every morning?
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I can't think of anybody else I've met that ever says a state pledge. Are there other state pledges, y'all?
2: So I honestly, I thought the same thing, Carly, because I remember this in high school and we're not alone. Apparently, there are other states out there who have pledges for their flags.
0: Okay, so we're not, it's not just because we're full of ourselves.
1: Okay, who knows the Texas pledge without looking at oh, I know it. Okay, Carly, go.
0: I know it too. Here we oh, go. Oh, yeah, I think I know it. Let's say three, two, one, let's I, do it together. Let's do it. Let's
1: <laughs> do it. <laughs> In
2: unison, yes. okay. Pledges,
0: allegiance to, to, to the Texas. One state. I, thought one state. That, I thought it was honor. I thought it was honor the texas flag honor the texas flag i pledge allegiance to the texas one state under <laughs> god days,
2: one and indivisible. God, indivisible
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep honor the texas flag i pledge allegiance to the texas one state under god one and indivisible <laughs> yo we yeah. okay. that <laughs> it's been a while since i've had to say
3: <laughs> this is giving me flashbacks because in our like morning announcements did you guys have it where you could get picked to do the the pledge over the speaker and it was such a big deal like I remember (laughs) getting big for that and I was like oh my god my voice is gonna be over the whole thing and I get to say the Texas pledge yeah that was a big deal that was a big deal
0: flashbacks (laughs) are coming right now oh my god that is (laughs) oh my god I'm horrified
1: Here's one for our neighbors to the east, Louisiana. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the state of Louisiana and to the motto for which it stands. A state under God, united in purpose and ideals, confident that justice shall shall prevail for all of those abiding here.
0: Oh, my God. That is a long mm. Yeah, that is, that is, too is a long. long one. Yeah. That is long. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> Here's Arkansas. This is the best one. <laughs> I salute the Arkansas flag with its diamond and stars. We pledge our loyalty to mm. thee. Quick, easy, done. Yeah, that wow, was, yeah. that's they so like,
2: yeah. intense. I pledge our loyalty
1: to the. Oh. Okay, now I'm going to rapid fire some questions and get your thoughts on this. Okay, ready? ready? Can you live in Houston without a car? No, 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 no. Mm-mm. impossible, Mm-mm. impossible. Did you grow up on a farm? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> This is one we've already discussed. Do you even have a winter?
2: Mm, no. Mm. Well, um, actually, mm. a, a couple February twenty, February <laughs> yeah. 2021, remember? That was like the closest to the crazy level of winter we've experienced. Mm. That is true. But we
1: do, in, in general, we do we have do. a winter. For everyone that says, like, do you all just, you have one season here. No, we do get a winter from January to about end of February. Yeah. And bad. honestly, yeah. our
0: winter is kind of miserable, though. Like, for instance, In like 2021, I think I went to Colorado Mm -hmm. and I was colder in Texas than I was in Colorado because Texas has that wind with our like weather, you know? So it's like it just makes a chill come down your body versus Mm -hmm. like in Colorado, it's kind of just dry. Like there's snow on the ground, but it's not as bad.
2: Also, our freaking grid can't even handle it if we all have our heaters on apparently at the same time. (laughs) Like, what the hell is this? (laughs) I know for our like
3: two weeks of winter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exactly.
1: Our our grid, to be fair, Dina can't handle cold or, or hot. Yeah, <laughs> freaking
3: Texas. <laughs> True.
1: So, Carly, I've discussed that before with other people. Like when you go to a state where where it's winter, you're like, okay, you know, it's cold over there, but it feels colder in Houston. I think it's because you mentally prep yourself and you're wearing thicker clothes in Denver. Mm. In Houston, we're not wearing thermals, right? Like, we don't walk outside with thermals. So you're true. like, ooh, it's colder here. It's just because we're not prepped for it. We're just wearing a hoodie. Come on.
2: But we whip out our
1: boots so and true. scarves
2: the second
3: it hits like 65. Yeah, it's coming. I feel like that <laughs> boot and scarf day is coming, like maybe in yeah. a week or two. Like, it just needs to be 65 or something. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Han Solo season everybody dresses like Han Solo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But see, the thing is like I was in Denver and like, yes, I did bring more stuff to prepare for it. But when I realized it wasn't that cold, like we saw like a lot of girls that were taking like pictures in their bathing suits in the snow. And so me and my friend wanted to do it. So we did. And it was not bad. Like we were out there and it did not, it didn't bother us. Like we had on our boots (laughs) in in a bathing suit. It was crazy, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: And to be fair, Carly, you were probably partaking in the local Denver fair. Okay. So, no, I wasn't. All right. That's not.
3: There. Carly was like, this is 100% me. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> this is the decision I would make. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Okay. Here's a good one What are those weird rims on the cars everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Are they talking about swangers and elbows? Come so. on. Yes.
3: <laughs> Just like get used to it.
0: Just get used to it. It's our car fashion. It's stylish. <laughs>
3: Yeah, when I was little, <laughs> though, those things kind of scared me because I'm like, I don't want to get too close. I'm going to get cut. Like, I don't want to <laughs> be too close
0: to these. So. Do they mess up your car if you get too close, though? Like, I think that they actually do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, they will hit your tire, but it, it'll probably hurt the actual, like, like the rim, the rim. itself more. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to hurt your car mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. Their rim might get messed up because if you collide with a car going fast, the momentum is going to hit the thing that's sticking out. Yeah. So. It might hurt the uh, elbows more. But yeah, that's part of Houston slap culture. That's what it's about here. Mm -hmm. Okay, last one. And I think we've hinted on this throughout the entire conversation. Why are Texans so freaking obsessed with Texas?
0: Because it's a great place to live, I think. I mean, I think the people, the food, um, the Mm -hmm. culture here is really great. I mean, some of our laws are (laughs) questionable, (laughs) but besides that... We're also chill, yeah. Yeah.
1: In spite of the flaws, we're still a good Mm -hmm. state. We're right, laid back. Like. We're
0: chill.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Y'all, outside of Texas, I feel like people are really like uptight, mm-hmm. very cliquish, very in their own little zone. But in Texas, we're super chill and laid back. And I love that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Everybody's really friendly. It's like, you know, you're always going to find have a good restaurant to go to. The weather, even though it gets hot, there is like long stretches of time where you can just be outside and do fun things outside longer than other places. Um, so it's just a great place to live.
1: Texas forever, Houston forever. I think that was a great way to end it. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing your stupid questions <laughs> and all the listeners who shared theirs as well. That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, thank y'all. Yeah,
2: it was so fun. Thanks.
0: That was Raheel Ramzanali, Dina Kespa, Brooke Lewis, and me, Carlyon Jones. If you have a stupid question you'd like to share, send it to us via the info in our show notes. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening and I hope you learned something new. They god. scared me about my window at one point. I don't even know when it got hit. Honestly, y- y'all know I'm not a good driver, so I don't know what happened. But I just know there's like a crack <laughs> like from one side of the car into the other side. And they were like, yeah, you need to get that fixed because if you don't, it could just like fall in <laughs> on you. I don't even know if I still got it fixed yet, honestly. Oh it's my god, years at this point, but we're just going to pray about it.
1: No, they're just trying to get you to fix it. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah. They're just trying to get that insurance claim on you. That's all it was. <laughs> yes.